0: There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine, than in all the ages of history. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Recruiting Future podcast. Thanks so much for the feedback on the first two episodes and the podcast launch. It's brilliant that people are getting value from, uh, value from what I'm doing. So I'm going to carry on and uh, bring you interviews with the most interesting uh, people uh, around in our space. With that in mind, on to episode three. In episode three, I met with Bethan Davis, the head of recruitment for Europe and Asia PAC, uh, for a company called RMS. If you've not come across RMS before, very interesting organization. They're a catastrophe modeler for the insurance industry. So what that means is they have some very, very difficult roles to recruit for. So in the interview, um, Bethan talks at length about the uh, techniques they they use, Um, and we also uh, techniques they use to 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 find these very very difficult to um, uh, recruit people, Um, and we also talk about their uh, award winning approach to creating a world class candidate experience. So, here is the interview: Bethan Davis, head of recruitment Europe and Asia Pack at RMS. (laughs)
1: I'm here today talking to uh, Bethan Davis at RMS. Bethan, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, hi. I'm Bethan. I'm the Head of Recruitment for Europe and Asia Pacific here at RMS in London.
1: Cool. And can you tell us a little bit about what RMS does? Because I I know not everyone's um, familiar with your your great work.
2: (laughs) So RMS is a catastrophe modeler. We build scientific products for the insurance market so they can quantify their financial risk around man-made and natural design. So, if an earthquake were to happen, or a tsunami, or terrorism, then the insurance company is aware of how much financial risk they face um, should that take place. Um, so, it's a very niche organisation. The recruiting challenges for us are, are very much around hiring scientists and technologists, and even our sales and service staff, um, and even marketing team also have a background in in earth sciences or, or engineering, um, and it in some circumstances we have to scour the planet to find a particular person particularly for our scientific teams
0: so
1: that sounds like it might be a little bit of a a little bit of a challenge so i mean how do do you find those people where 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 do you (laughs) look what you know what are the kind of secrets to um identifying that kind of niche talent um all over the world
2: We are really fortunate. We have, um, on the scientific side, uh, very well connected heads of science, um, heads of modeling development, um, who are connected with a number of universities and alumnus uh, across the world. And so we tend to attract great talent through referrals, through word of mouth, through reputation on the scientific side. Um, On the non-science side, uh, we, of course, we go out and network, we use um, agents. A lot of referrals come through to us. I think last year, 25% of our hires came through via referrals. Um, We're also very proud of our internal transfers as well. We like to promote from within and transfer across to our various offices.
1: That's really interesting. I always think that companies that get referral recruitment right um, are are doing a a great job, because I think that can be be really hard. Um, I'm I'm guessing then that that the company must have um, a a really sort of good um, employer brand or reputation would you would you would you say that was a key part of it?
2: This is an interesting one because we're not, you know, we're not a, a JP Morgan or an EY. We're not a globally uh, known brand. We're not a consumer product, uh, and our market is very niche. And so I wouldn't say we have an employer brand out there, um, not in not in a, on a sweeping basis. We have niche brand awareness, mm. Um, mm. very targeted. And so one of the things that we started doing two years ago in order to raise awareness of who we are as an employer um, to broaden the, 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 the this very small pool of candidates that we can pull from was to use video as a way of attracting candidates. So not video interviewing, but video job descriptions, careers at RMS. Um, and again, it's an RMS that would sit in front of a, a, their iPhone and just talk to the camera and tell us what it is they do at RMS. We've also now moved one step forward uh, and produced video blogs, so we have a handful of those available. And we'll embed that onto job descriptions, we'll put it into various groups on maybe LinkedIn or social media, and it just shows RMS as who we are as individuals. Um, and hopefully, people will think, "Oh right, okay, that's an interesting organisation. hadn't heard of them before. Why not consider them as an organisation to, to join as an employer?"
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's again, that's really interesting. I think that um, you know, video job descriptions and video blogs, they they're something that lots of organisations talk about, but um, very few actually do. Did you did you come across a lot of resistance from um, you know, sort of managers and, and you know, colleagues in in doing that or did they just um, um, kind of embrace it and and run with it?
2: um so I think we had most resistance from marketing the I think most marketing departments are protective of their brand but what we wanted to do is, is is not hinder the brand we wanted to embrace it but show the individuals within the company see beyond the logo and, and, the, and the brand marketing internally um, most most people we approached actually said yes we would be I'd be happy to do it there are individuals that don't like sitting in front of a camera it's quite intimidating and that understandable um, and uh, we have a, we ask our graduates every year to, to pick up the mantle and, and run with it and, and talk us through the, their first year with RMS and, and actually they, uh, they just go with their iPhones now and pop into a room, do a quick five minutes um, and then it lands on our desk or we get an email through to us, so actually they've embraced it, I, I think more people are, are open to it now than they used to be
1: Fantastic. So um, I think where I first sort of came across your organization was, um, I think was maybe a colleague of yours in the States was doing a presentation about, um, you know, your amazing, um, you know, attitude and, and execution on candidate experience, which I know you've won you've, you've won um, um, awards from. So uh, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the candidate experience here. You know, what is it? What's the philosophy? What's the philosophy behind it?
2: In a nutshell, treat others as you expect to be treated. When I joined RMS six years ago, we didn't have a a talent acquisition function here. And so I was able to start from scratch and sit down with key hiring managers and interviewers to really understand what had worked, what hadn't worked in the past in order to pull together a great process. Internally, we wanted something that was robust, efficient, and scalable. Um, Externally, for candidates we wanted to make sure it was clear, um, there was uh, an element of of respect uh, timely, open and honest communication and so there are two, how I would see it, two kind of cornerstones of what we do here in terms of of uh, of candidate experience the first one is you you may have an amazing process but unless you've got a team that's committed to delivering it that care then that process isn't going anywhere so we have a good team um the second cornerstone, I think, is the relationship we have with the hiring managers and the interviewers. We work in partnership. It's, there's a mutual respect there that when we're going to market, we're doing so as a partnership. And we're able to really dig down into the talent piece that they're looking for, the gaps in their, in their teams, understand the long-term view of where they want to take their, their, their organization or their business unit, um, and then what that means to the candidate and having that relationship We can go to the market and say, okay, we can give you a good candidate experience because we have this partnership. And I don't think we would be able, or I don't believe we we would be able to deliver what we do now if we didn't have that that mutual respect. Um, So hopefully that kind of gives you a bit of an insight. We've also taken it one step further, and again, this all kind of started back six years ago in training the interviewers and training hiring managers and, and uh, reminding them what it's like to be a candidate. We've all been in the situation where, we, where we've had poor candidate experiences. It's not pleasant. And so we wanted to make sure that when we built that relationship and partnership with the hiring managers that they're aware of that when they're sitting in front of a candidate that's
1: great and i think um you know really kind of underlines the importance of hiring managers when it comes to candidate experience i think that you know so many uh you know recruitment and talent acquisition functions sort of focus on what they do and don't mm. um you know can't engage with the managers in the same in the same way so um you know i think that's a, it's a it's a it's a brilliant case study um final question are what sort of recruitment trends have you got your eye on at the moment? What do you think, um, you know, might be, uh, you know, might be big in twenty fifteen? Is it video interviewing? Is it is it is it more development of the candidate experience? Um, you know, are things just going to stay the same? Um, you know, what, 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 what do you think? What's on your <laughs> what's on your radar?
2: Oh, uh, gosh! I think the last few years we've seen a lot on candidate experience. Um, I mean, we, I I think video is certainly stepping up to the front now in terms of a trend. We've been doing it for for a few years, as I mentioned, Um, but I think a lot more companies now are cottoning on to that and and using it as as part of their process. Um, We don't do video um, interviewing here in Europe. Um, We do it in the US. It's not right for us here as as a market, Um, but as the business grows, we may take that on, but right now we're using video in a very informal way just to show, showcase the great talent we have here um, and uh, the great culture that we have here as an organisation. Um, and that's what we, we focus the video more so at the front end of the process as opposed to the interviewing. That's great.
1: Thank you very much for talking to
0: me.
2: Pleasure. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks very much for listening to episode three of the Recruiting Future podcast. You can subscribe to this episode and all future episodes using iTunes um, or SoundCloud. Um, If you go to www.rfpodcast.com, that's www.rfpodcast.com, you can find all the details and all the links. Thanks for listening, um, and I'll be back with episode four very soon.
2: This is my show we